This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop DevOps Show with Eric Nam. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Eric Nam, and welcome to the Daybok Show, K-Pop Daybok. Um, we have a cool episode today, and before we go into it, you guys, just a reminder, you guys can hit us up on our socials, at Daybok Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and follow our playlist on YouTube and Spotify. We're everywhere. We have a, a very special guest here today with us. Um, I don't even know how to introduce this guy, especially because he's sitting here right next to me. Yeah. Um, he's a... Singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, writer, genius, creative. Stop. Just my role model in life and everything artistic. Please stop talking <laughs> about yourself. You're describing yourself to me right now. <laughs> um, yes, we are here with Tableau. Tableau of Epic High. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Um, the honor is all mine. No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm not kidding. Like... <laughs> It's been uh, a passion of mine to be seated next to um, incredible people, and right now I I'm at a loss for words. Why are you reading my script, pretty much, dude? Just you are awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. Eric Nam is awesome. Tableau. Daniel Lee is awesome. Please, Can I call you Danny? No, no, no. <laughs> Please don't ever call me by my real name. I'm sorry. Ever. People don't really know that, do they? Yeah. Well, uh, how do you feel when you hear your, your real name? Um, like, I didn't really like the name Daniel. Mm. Um, I, I, I've said, I've mentioned this before, but that's not the name I would have picked for myself. What would, have picked, what would you have picked for yourself? When we first went to Vancouver, I was like, I was eight. Mm. So... Um, my older brother, he's like much older than me. Mm -hmm. He got the uh, chore of deciding um, his younger brother's name and his sister's name. Okay. His younger sister's name, and he opened up a Bible because because our family was very Christian. Uh -huh. He opened up a Bible and started just picking out names. Uh huh. And he was like, "You're Daniel, like be Daniel." There it is. And I was like, "I don't want to be Daniel." And this is true, a true story. But I wanted to be Bruce. Are you serious? Yeah, like you wanted to be Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's and he was like, but you would be Bruce Lee though, and I'm like, yeah, that's the point. And I, I'm very grateful in retrospect <laughs> that um, I went with Daniel. Okay, it would have been really tough for me. It would have been yeah, a lot of yeah, cha cha, a lot of challenges, right? And a lot of karate chops at you in school, and my life could have gone very differently. <laughs> you might have been an angry, angry. I might, no I may have been dead. <laughs> um, I may have not survived. All right. So, what did what did your brother pick for himself? Uh, David, David, Daniel, and your sister Christine. This is the most, the most Korean household I've ever heard of. Uh, yeah, I've been in classrooms with like four other Daniel Lees. I mean, I'm surprised there weren't five. Uh, I know that's amazing. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for for uh, joining us on the show. No problem. Um, when when people say, please introduce yourself, mm -hmm. how does that go? Can you give us a little glimpse of that? Uh, I'm Tableau. I'm in a group uh, called Epic High. Uh, we make music. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people listening are already Epic High and Tableau fans. But for those who don't know, how did the name Epic High come together? Like, what just... Is that out of the Bible as well? No. <laughs> no? I wish. Um, so I wanted high. 
the name that the word high in in yeah. the name uh and uh cycled recycled through like multiple different words in mm-hmm. front of high mm-hmm. um and some worked some didn't mm-hmm. you know like planet high you know like like funk high funk high or like like you know we would put vegetables in front like you know carrot <laughs> mushroom high you just it, literally yeah, tried yeah, everything it just didn't work right and <laughs> somebody was like what about epic because you you know you like poetry and ah. i was like oh okay and let's do it with a k instead, instead of, of a, a c right. because back then um this was like 2002 mm-hmm. so it was cool to like change a letter right you know it was the it's hip- like creative with the k yeah it was the hip hop thing to do right it's like collaboration with the k with the k oh gotcha and that's what we did and I, i'm actually glad we did that because it's much easier to um like pop up on searches it is yeah it, it stands out absolutely um all right so yeah epic high we've introduced epic high and tablo on the podcast a few times before but he's here tablo is here in the in the flesh yes I am. um and uh i guess we're just going to talk about whatever we talk about regularly you do you, you guys really do this early this is this is pretty early yeah like i came here i couldn't even you know shave and i'm very tired and i look haggard and then i saw you <laughs> and um did like, it make you feel better yeah under the table right now i don't know if people can see <laughs> this guy's wearing shorts and birkenstocks and uh, yo but it's fashionable as hell i'm surprised you don't have like a ziploc bag with trail mix I have it. It's just outside the room. Yeah, don't talk about it. They make their guests feel very comfortable. That's the point of this show, you know. It's I love like it. it's a it's a dialogue we could have in the living room. I love it. I you love know? your shorts. Thank you. They're Thank very you. they're like not too short and not too long. And they're very comfortable. I just got to, you know, shout out to, you know, which actually makes it more uncomfortable for me. <laughs> like if it was just very short, right? Right? I would just be like, "Okay, dude, Eric's wearing like short really, shorts. really short shorts. Or if it was long, I would be like, okay, maybe he just likes, you know, something in between like shorts and pants. But right now it's like at that line where it's like, is that too short or too long? And I'm thinking way too much about your <laughs> shorts. shorts and your thighs. And that's, <laughs> if that's what you're intending with those shorts. Job done. Job done. Job done. Job done. It was not the intention, but. Since you gave it to me, I'll just say thank you. Next music video. There it is. There it is, you guys. Now everybody's curious what we're wearing, but you guys can check it out on the video. Yeah, we'll post something on our socials. socials, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyways, you guys, Epic Guy, you just came off of a massive, massive tour. Yes. You did 18 shows in in North America. Yes. And you did eight shows in Europe. Yes. Correct? Seven shows. Seven shows. So 25 shows in the span of a few weeks. Yeah. How was your tour? That sounds like a lot of anxiety um, it, and stress. It, but the Europe tour was just crazy because we were constantly on planes. Oh, okay. Right. So it's like seven shows in eight days. So um, it just it just flew by. It was just hectic. And the North American tour was on a bus, and I have never toured on a bus. And you you've done it. But right? that's fun. Yeah. It 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 fun. I liked it. Well, I um, flew a few a few legs of it, but. 
I mean, it was great. I got used to it pretty quickly. Yeah. But um, the worst part is I didn't know you couldn't do number two. On the bus? On the bus. Right. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. You know, if there's a bathroom and a toilet. Like, you would assume. Yeah, you would assume you, you could use it. Right. But um, there's like a huge fine if you take a right. dump. Don't do it. Yeah. Because it stinks up the entire bus. And that actually was the hardest part for me because I couldn't eat dinner. Like You're I was stressed. I was so stressed that I would have to, you know, go to the bathroom right. and make the bus stop, like on a freeway, right. and um, I would just skip dinners. Like you have no idea how afraid I was. Like, <laughs> were you and, just clenching the and, entire time? Yeah, and a couple times I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and I think the, I think the panic and like the nervousness made me want to go to the bathroom more. I know what you mean. Yeah. Where you're like, I shit, I don't, what if I can't go? Yeah, don't do it, don't, don't do it, don't yeah. do it. And then it makes you want right. to. Right, it's and, like a trigger. Yeah, and and um, there were some like dark streets that I had to walk alone to find a hotel. <laughs> um, like in San Francisco, the bus wouldn't leave until 5 a.m. Uh-huh. And at around like 2, 3 a.m., I had to go. Oh, no. And there, the venue was closed. There was no nothing open. You're so, not going to go to McDonald's. So I walked out and I took uh, our tour manager with me because he's this tall guy. And I thought maybe like, you know, you could help I would people. be safer. Right. And we were walking and like, I'm not kidding. A rat ran by <laughs> in front of our feet. It was just and it was just not good. No. But um, that's how important doing number two is like to me you know like i risked my life you really did to to do that well i'm glad you made it out alive yeah that's a very i just got stressed thinking about not being able to go Mm -hmm. and you're just bringing me back to to stressful poor bus days but outside of the number two issues Uh uh any anything really memorable off the tour what were your favorite cities uh i liked all of them don't don't pull that no, I you can't pull that. I went to seventeen cities in North America, right? And seven cities in Europe, and um, I loved them all like equally. You're the worst. I loved them all the like worst. very much equally. Um, I'm assuming since you asked the right. question, I'm assuming that you have you play favorites. I do. I play favorites. Listen, you have one daughter. So I'm sure you have one favorite child. Uh-huh. If I have kids, there's going to be a very distinct favorite child. Okay. Well, you ha- there's three brothers in your family, right? right? So it, you're one of three. Yes. Um, who do you think is the favorite of your parents? The favorite of the parents? It's definitely Eddie. Really? Yeah. It's definitely Eddie. Okay. And there's very easy. Like, Brian provides a lot of stress and anxiety to the parents. Mm-hmm. Like, mom and dad are constantly calling, like, is Brian alive? Mm-hmm. Is he eating is he like is he dead like what's going on it's a it's a very normal question mm-hmm. for me they're just like uh, eric's like the kid he just did everything on his own like he's our translator slash tour guide slash mm-hmm. secretary eddie's the kid who's like just calls like i just want to call and say that i really value that you are my parents and i love you so much and i hope you have a great eight hours of sleep and in the morning i'll call you to talk about rocky and eat your vegetables. Eddie does it? Yes. Oh, he pulls that crap. He's good at it. He does that. And, and you, so you said Eddie's the favorite. 
yeah. um, of your parents. And the problem is that I think he knows that. Right. And he uses it to his advantage. Yeah. And he's very arrogant. <laughs> British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit BA.com for details. Like, he has no insecurity. Right. And Right, right. And it's unbelievable. Like some people know, but he's also our um, international, you know, manager. manager yeah. And uh, his management, Ian management, greatest management ever. All time. Um, but he is very, he is very, you know, sure of himself. Right. To the point he's where, cocky. where it's really annoying. It's it's very, you yeah. kind of want to slap him just once. Dude, especially watching stalker with this guy. <laughs> Because he tries to teach you a lesson. It's really hard to just watch the damn game. So condescending. Yeah. It's like... So patronizing. Oh, God. <laughs> and then his team always loses. So it's like... And he has excuses, though. Yeah. Like, He's always. like, oh, because of this, because of that. And it's just the same when we're playing, like, FIFA or, you know, any soccer-related game. Man. He talks a lot, but just ends up losing <laughs> and and he's like pks don't count pk yo why don't penalty kicks count what what in what world do penalty kicks now if it doesn't count why do why they, they do it, it? why yeah. do they do it i don't know man i'm on your team with this one like this is here's the thing i grew up with this kid mm -hmm. right we lived in the same house for 18 years or 16 years right mm -hmm. so i know all the tricks that he pulls like, he'll be like, okay, 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 okay. He'll make whatever bet. And then on one little, like, technicality that he makes up in his own brain, mm -hmm. everything is no. And he, he just does it. I just, it just drives me crazy. He's actually the perfect manager slash agent, if you think about it. Like, he could, right. He'd yeah. finagle his way out of it. Yeah. He's, he's like built for Hollywood. Right. Basically. He's like, he's like Ari Gold. He is. Just a, a small Asian version. Yeah, of he's him. A, he's a curry, a very small, very small and skinny Asian. Very version of small. Him. I've lived my whole <laughs> life knowing that I'm not that tall. Right, right, right. And right. I'm okay with it. I, but you're taller. I heard you're taller than Eddie. I actually am. So, but do do explain. You you grew up knowing that you're not the tallest Asian dude. And I'm actually totally fine with it. Right. I have no insecurities about mm -hmm. it. I'm proud of my height. Right. Um, but. Um, Eddie on the tour mm -hmm. was saying to me, he's, he just, I, this goes back to the whole cocky thing. Right. And he's like, in front of everybody, he's like, dude, I'm so much taller than Tableau. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, he made it sound like he was at least like two feet taller than Right. Me. Like Goliath. And we, we stood up and I was taller than him. Okay. What? And, he, and that's the thing. It's like, he's, he thinks He's much taller than he is. It's like a what Napoleon complex, yeah. right? And also, he thinks he's like Jack. Buff. Yeah, he thinks he's Jack. His he works out a lot, but yeah. I'm pretty sure our arms are bigger than his without any workout. Most definitely, right? Most. Definitely. Um. So we're gonna talk. He's a tiny Ant Man. <laughs> ant Man of a man. 
He is, he is an Ant-Man of a man. Um, before we continue to talk highly of, and praise Eddie and mm-hmm. Ian Management, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit more about Epic High. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys did this European, this North American uh, U.S. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next for you guys? So we have um, a show in Hong Kong and a show in Taipei right. uh, in June. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're doing uh, we're doing a show somewhere else that we haven't revealed yet. That you're figuring out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we're doing a big um, show in Seoul. Okay. When is um, that? It's the annual thing that we do in the summer. It's um, I'm sure you've seen some of the parody posters. I love those yeah, posters. Yeah, the movie posters. They're amazing. And it's the fun, like very entertaining, funny concert. Mm-hmm. And it's in a small theater, so it's like really intimate. Same um, place as last time? Yeah. It's okay. the the place that Hold you on. yeah you came and guessed right right it. right yeah and um that's happening in August so before all of this happens since we were on such a long tour we've decided to take to take a month mm-hmm. like not a month but like three week break just chill out yeah just chill family. out so after this recording um after this podcast I'm actually um gonna just take it easy for like three weeks oh just, nice yeah, empty my mind empty my soul. Right, and go to Everland and do those fun things, Um, apparently. Yeah, we went to enough amusement parks to never go again. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not really a big fan of amusement uh-huh. parks. I can't go on roller coasters. And even the merry-go-round is just too much for me. Like, just being on a horse made out of, like, God knows what. Stuff. And it just doesn't feel right. Just doesn't do it for you. Yeah. It's fair enough. My daughter loves it, but... Unfortunately, I'm not one of those dads that can, you know, um, get on a roller coaster. Fair enough. For the love of his daughter. Fair enough. Yeah. There, there are limits, physical limits to what yeah. you can do. I, I, what love can do. I just, it's fear. What can I do? Right. It's all good. Fear trumps your love. Yes. I guess. Sorry, that was bad. That was bad. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's talk about this album, this latest album. So I, I recently found out that it's, it's not sleepless in blank. It's sleepless in... As if there's a pencil mm-hmm. ripping through the air, and the air is a sheet of paper, and it's going. There you go. That's the proper way of reading it. Okay. Yes. What was? I'm sure you've done this a million times, but mm-hmm. for those who don't know, what was the inspiration behind this album, and what does this album in particular mean to you guys? Okay, so um, sleeplessness is something that is common to all of us, especially right. nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's, I think it's, it's an amazing topic to discuss because there are positive and negative um, aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, many people are sleepless because they have ambition, um, because they have a dream, right? literally a dream, right. and that, makes, that drives them to stay up late at night working on their craft. Mm-hmm. At the same time, on the flip side, um, there there are people that can't sleep because of literal nightmares. Right. And um, and I think that dichotomy was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And in that way, it's very similar to love. Mm-hmm. And love is a muse to so many different songs, mm-hmm. right? And I felt that there should be an album dedicated to sleeplessness. That's cool. That's cool. I, I've never really thought about the dichotomy of that. I, I think it's when I thought of sleepless and I thought of more of 
just staying awake at night, just like having a billion thoughts on your head, being stressed, mm-hmm. but not the part of the dreams and the aspiration, which yeah. is really cool. And I think it's a it's a it's a big question for me, like that I've been asking myself, but mm-hmm. like, what are you sleepless for? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And. Um, I I understand that you are sleepless, but what are you sleepless for? What keeps you up? Yeah. What is what is the reason um, you're you're not sleeping? Right mm-hmm. now? And hopefully, it can become something that is positive. Right. Right. That's great. Um, this is also your first album mm-hmm. as an independent release. Yes. So what what was that process like again? Coming back to it, what eight years later? It was extremely intimidating mm. because um, we knew that uh, the result would, you know, it, it could have turned out bad. Mm. And if it did, um, we would be judged heavily because of it, right? right. It, because it's the first, like, right. independent, like, by ourselves album. Right. Um, if it didn't do well, people may compare it to us being on a label and saying, you know. Right. Right. You know, it was it was the label that did right all that work or something like that. And um, luckily, it it outperformed our previous albums. Mm. So um, we are very thankful that things turned out the way it did. But oh, the the nervousness of dropping that album. Congratulations, though. That it's such a great album, and it it really it took over the charts. Yes, you know. Yes, that's uh, that's you know, you guys are very like humble and like not outspoken about it. But for those who don't know, it really took over Korea, um, when it was released. And uh, thank God, the response has been amazing. It's still on the charts. Yes. Um, and what was the the creative process like putting the album together? Was it a, a long process? And how do you go about choosing and deciding who you want to collaborate with for every album? Um, I think the song determines who. Uh, we collaborate with like I think we cast our songs like a director would cast a movie mm. um, I don't just listen for the voice right um, I also look at what that person um, like the aura that that person embodies mm-hmm. um, to deliver the message that I want to deliver right um, because usually what they will be singing is a melody and lyrics that I wrote right and I need them to deliver it um, for me, but at the same time deliver it in a way where it's true to them as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just give somebody a melody and lyrics and, you know, it, it's not for them. Right, right, right. right. So um, I think I cast it like I cast a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's why, you, you know, our song Cave Me In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing I love about Cave Me In was that you know, we were all casted into that song. Right. In a way. Right. It came about like very organically. And if you like, I was rewatching the music video recently mm. and it's a very strange mix. If you think it's about it, it's a very weird mix. Yeah. It's a very weird mix of people, but it and, works and it works. Right. So, sometimes um, I am open to surprising myself um, by, you know, building collaborations that you would have to think like a couple seconds about right even the song um song request mm-hmm. um that i you know i i wrote and it was isora and sugar right and these two artists 
can't if you really think about it they're very they're it on, shouldn't work yeah it, sh- it you know it almost shouldn't work right. um they're on very different spaces right and but for some reason it really it, it works. works and it it works in a way that is even better than if you put two people together that people expect right, to right, be together right, right. and um I, I think that's the beauty of collaboration. Mm-hmm. Since we brought up Cave Me In, mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of our listeners are probably curious in terms of how we met and that how that all happened. Um, if, so, yeah. Yeah. So to tell my side of the yeah, story, go for it. Um, I actually really wanted to sign it, Eric, now. Um, when I first started okay. High Ground, yeah. the label, um, you were on a very short list of people that I wanted on the label. Mm. And, um, you know, it it didn't work out and you ended up at a different right, right, company. Right. And um, I actually met you in the States. Right, we met in New York. Yeah, at a Kogi <laughs> At a Kogi Korean barbecue place. And I was very drunk and I was very happy to see you and I told you this yeah. that day. And there was also a poster of you, like, in the bathroom. Yeah. That's and, that's how I made my way up. And I tore down the poster <laughs> to take home. <laughs> and I showed him. I was like, yo, there's a poster of you in the bathroom. And that's how we met. Yeah. So I think you were there for, is it Show Me the Money? Or yeah, something? I think it was Show Me the Money concert. Right. There was a Show Me the Money concert. I was there and I happened to have a show at like NYU doing like a, like a Korean American kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we end up going to... The Tipuri Heshik um, at this Korean barbecue joint in New York. I show up and then there's like 20s humbes there. Yeah. Like all of you were there. Yeah. And I, I've never, you know, during my time in Korea, I had never gotten really close to anybody in hip hop or and like 20 rappers. Dude. 20 rappers. Yeah. Everybody's like drunk off their minds. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I was so uncomfortable. And so we get put into this little room. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many zombies there. I have to go say hi. And they're all just wasted. And so I'm going to, I'm going to the bathroom. As I'm walking to the bathroom, Tableau walks out of the bathroom. He goes, you, you're Eric Nam. <laughs> and you're, I just peed next to your face in the bathroom. <laughs> this is a very accurate description of what it is like to meet me. And I was um, just like, wait, A, you know my name. B, why is my face in the bathroom? Yeah, now now I remember. I did pee right next to you staring at me. <laughs> and I think maybe that's the reason I took the poster down. Thank you. Thank you for I doing that. I felt like you were watching. I, felt, I, I feel like you were the one who took action. And I appreciate that because I'm sure a lot of guys were in that bathroom. Like, why is this dude staring at me as I take a dump? <laughs> like, on the wall. Um, but for me, uh, coming from my perspective, I was like a very stressed out mm-hmm. because there were so many some of this, but B very like, it was a very, uh, pleasant surprise to meet you mm-hmm. because I had grown up like, you know, coming from the States, there are only a certain number of people who make it in Korea, mm-hmm. you know, who are doing things and making moves. I was like, Oh, Pablo's always been doing this for mm-hmm. a long time. And so I was like, he knows my name. He knows what I look like. And he took the poster down in the bathroom. Yes. Thank this is an all around good guy. And uh Tabo was telling me like uh I think you said like you you said something like you're so talented and like we wanted to sign you and you're one of the very few people that do really cool things. And for me at that time, it still does, it meant so much as words of encouragement because 
so much of my career in Korea had been me going against the machine mm -hmm. by myself. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I was like, oh, this person probably understands mm -hmm. what I've gone through. Uh, um, definitely, yeah. And you are extremely talented. And I think, I think that's how that whole caveman thing um, happened, too. Because mm -hmm. um, by you know, chance or fate, I ran into your brother, right. the aforementioned um, skinny guy, the skinny guy, yeah. um, Eddie Nam, right at Coachella, and um, he was with Gallant. Yeah, and I had been talking to Gallant as well about a collab. Right, and it worked out so that it was all three of us mm -hmm. um, working together, and and I'm I'm glad that it worked out this way. And now Eddie's representing me. Um, in so many different places right 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 and i think that's i think it was meant to be it's fate man yeah from you staring at me peeing in the <laughs> in the bathroom to um eddie nam telling me that he's so much taller than me and i don't know anything about soccer <laughs> you um, noob yeah straight up noob um yeah it's full circle it's full circle um so yeah, that's how we kind of got to know each other. And then I guess we kind of got close working on the song. Yes. And just drinking. That, that music video shoot in Hong Kong right. was crazy. That was hilarious. That was crazy. Dude, that was so funny. I can't believe we shot that whole thing in like a few hours. That was shot in like six, eight hours. Yeah. That was shot in eight hours. I flew out there for Mama. Galant was there for Mama. You flew out for the shoot. For the shoot, yeah. Yeah. And... uh it was hilarious. It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Um, this is a, a random thing. I just have two little bits of information from our writers here. Mm -hmm. First, you made your acting debut on the Korean show Nonstop in 2005. Can we find this footage anywhere? Uh, don't. And what was that like? Do you uh, remember any of your lines? Um, well, the acting stuff, um, I've been in, in a couple things. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in a short film in mm -hmm. Korea. Um, the thing that you just mentioned, the sitcom. Right, right, right. And I was also in a Hollywood movie. Oh, were you? Yes. Um, what movie is A this? film called August Rush. Ah, with uh, Felicity, that yes. girl who plays Felicity. Right? Uh, and and the little Robin, boy. Robin Williams. Right. And I think John Legend did the OSG for that, maybe. Oh, uh, did he? I think he did. Well, I wouldn't I know I because lied. I didn't watch the, I couldn't watch the movie <laughs> um, because of shame. Um... <laughs> So I went to sh I went I w I got casted in this movie right right August Rush uh -huh. I'm not kidding here, and I went there I went to New York and shot for over a week mm -hmm. every day. What was your role on set? Okay, and here's here's where things get weird. Okay, so I get there I'm not certain exactly uh, what role I have right, and I get there and there's a bunch of kids, uh -huh. okay, and they're like seven. Yeah, at the most. You know, the, the oldest kid there was like eight or nine. Yeah. And I'm there and I'm like 26 or 25 or something like that. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what? why are there all these kids here? Am I supposed to be am I supposed to be like a caretaker? Like, am I like uh, their their dad? I mean, what what is going on here? And apparently I was casted as one of them. <laughs> OK. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I'm like, huh? What do I do here? 
And then one of the kids is like, hey, how old are you? <laughs> right? He's like, like an eight-year-old kid. There's a bunch of up. kids. I mean, if you see the movie, there's a bunch of kids, and I'm, I'm sitting there with them. And at, before the shoot, they play, you know, like to warm up the kids. Yeah. We sit in a circle and we play like this duck, like, duck, goose. yeah, like this cute game. And one of the kids is just like, like just staring at me like suspiciously <laughs> the whole time. Right. And then he's like, he finds a moment where he can like slip in a conversation. And he's like, dude, how old are you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 27. <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm like, no, I really am. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you, you're, you can't be 27. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not kidding. I really am. And he's like, and I'm like, how old do I look? And he's like, 12. <laughs> and even, even then, he thought I was too old to be there. Right, right. Because he's like, what's this 12-year-old kid right. doing here? You still. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I gotta get out of here. And I told um, the people that were there with me, I was like, yo, yo I can't, what is this? You're, by the way, you're, this is what, 10 years ago? This is a long time ago. Right, and you're still like, you're the rapper, hip-hop, yeah, yeah. genius. And, and I'm like, dude, like, what's going on here? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing, my character is a nine-year-old. I can't do this. I got to go. And they're like, no, but we made an agreement. Like, you got to do it. So I had to actually do this, shoot for over a week, acting like I was eight or nine <laughs> and also I had to play a bunch of instruments and and um the the worst part about this is that I actually did work really hard I played drums I, I played a clarinet all of these instruments I don't know how to play so you pretty much okay. went to summer camp yeah and they gave me a clarinet and they're like play this because it was about a band right and, and I'm like I don't know how to play the clarinet and the director's like, it's okay, just pretend to play. And I'm like, how do you pretend to play? <laughs> and, and I was doing all this, and the movie came out, and apparently I was in there for like a split second. Dude, okay. well, that was it? Yeah, like, okay, so there's a, there's a still of, if you Google it, there's a still of me in it. Uh -huh. and, and the still is probably the length of my <laughs> just entire. Just flash. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, a, a film still, okay? Oh, man. And... I realized that this was gonna be something like a something to ridicule, right? <laughs> and when it came out in Korea, uh, and it it did pretty well. Uh. And I'm in a scene where Robin Williams throws uh, a knife, and it lands on the stage in front of me, and I I act shocked. Do you okay? remember, did you have a line? Dude, I didn't have a line because they messed up and they didn't get the right visa or something for me to have line. No way. But I gotta say, when I did the surprise, it was thing, a good. Robin Williams, like when we were taking a break, he said, "That was good," <laughs> because he probably thought I was twelve too. Hey, hey, but, little kid, um, hey, little kid, that was good. <laughs> no, but but I'm I'm serious. Uh, I'm I'm kidding about he thought that I was twelve. He actually did know who I was. That's awesome. Though. Because what was amazing is, um, someone in his family, um. Even back then, liked K-pop and especially like um, Epic High for some reason. And Man. he actually mentioned that he knew of um, one of our albums, Swan Song. That's crazy. And that was crazy. And you know, you know, when you were like, "Please adopt me," I'm twelve. And I, I, I loved Robin Williams. So oh, um, that's super cool. Yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. But anyways, 
the movie came out in Korea. I tried to hide it from everybody. I didn't tell anyone. Um, but it, you know, people found out. They were like, they were watching the movie and they're like, wait, what? They're like, dude, was that Tableau? And then someone's like, why would Tableau be in there? That makes no sense. They're like, no, I swear to God, I think I just saw Tableau. And it, it was like, you know, on the search engines and it was like the number one search thing. And, you know, I was like walking in shame. <laughs> well, you guys, now you have a reason to watch this amazing, amazing movie, August Rush. Yeah. Check it out. It's a great movie. Yeah, it has a, I, I never I watched heard, it. I heard it's a great movie. I haven't watched it. And now I have a reason. Um, uh, a lot of great people involved. Robin Williams. Maybe I'll watch it now. Maybe, maybe. we should have a watch party. No, no, no we should not do we that. We should have a watch party. Anyways, um, any any future acting plans or ambitions? I mean, I I I I would love I love films. Right. Uh, I'm a huge um, you're a film junkie. Yeah, I'm a, I'm crazy about movies. Um, so if ever you know, like if I got casted in like a Marvel film, this is something I always say. Right. If Kevin Feige calls Eddie and he's like, "Dude, I want Tableau in um." the next Guardians of the Galaxy or in the next Spider-Man movie, right? Right. Um, it would be great for me to play. As, as a fan, right. I would I would take that role. I don't know how good I would be, but um, I'd be like, thank you. Um, but that's like how much I love. That's the extent. Maybe you could be one of the Spider-Men in one of the multiverses. Um, that could be cool. Like, but I would have a mask on the whole time yeah like, but then like if nobody you would know into the me. into the whatever thing into the multiverse yeah into the spider-verse right see like you could take your mask off i mean i would just i would i would pay money to, to be, be in, in a marvel film because I mean, i'm such a huge fan yeah but other than that um my interest is more um backstage writing like, more of the creative process right, right, right be it writing or coming up with different ideas that's a passion I definitely seriously have, right. um, and it's something that I hope to explore in the future. Mm -hmm. But acting, I mean, like if someone, you know, for some odd reason, really wants me in their film, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure I will do my best. But um, I'm, I'm not so certain that I'm like, because I'm married to an act to an actor, right. you know, like, and she she's very good at acting. Um, I'm self conscious. I I I think of myself as a horrible actor, like automatically i mean that's that's i mean i feel like we're very self-aware people mm -hmm. and so that comes with part of that why don't you do acting that's because something i'm I've... a horrible actor i'm sure uh, have you tried i i was cast in a movie uh-huh and then for scheduling conflict i couldn't make it uh-huh but like the few times that they're like can you film and like send it over like i've gotten the role but i can't watch myself I want to stab the person well, on that screen. If you myself, if you got the role, that means you were pretty good, right? Like it, you didn't get a video back where they're just like laughing at you. <laughs> they're like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> I, just, you no, know, like, I, I I didn't get one of those. But yeah, you uh, you got the role. That means you're pretty good, right? Uh, I just feel like yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to be good if I want to. I want to do it. I think definitely you should try, and if maybe like you and I can go into a movie as as brothers, right? And you could play Eric Nam, and I would play your younger brother Eddie Nam. Oh, but you're too tall for that role. I would, yeah, you're a little I, too jacked for that yes, role. I am, yes. Hi, I'm Eddie Nam. Dude, you sound just like him. Yeah, Liverpool, dude. That's 
I just got chills. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get some song recommendations from you. What do you mean? Song recommendations. We're gonna give you a mood, mm-hmm. and you just recommend a song okay. according to that mood. Give me a mood. All right, when you need to hype yourself up before a big test. Any song that has DJ Khaled ba, on ba, it ba. is is great with me. Okay. And if there is a song that you love and it doesn't have DJ Khaled on it, right? I think you should download a audio clip, like a clean audio clip of DJ Khaled, and just put it on on the right. song that you like. That's brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, I like anything that with that on it is okay. fine. All right, next, when you low key need a really good cry, when I need a really good cry, um, you know that song, um, at seventeen, you know that song? No, what is that song? The love was made for beauty cause Do you know this? Any of you know this? Janice Ian, I think. Uh, it's it, The song is called At 17. Oh. And that song is, the lyrics are beautiful. There's like a French version that, uh, that this um, French guy sings. Mm. I think maybe that was the original. But um, this song is like just the, um, you know, like that that sad feeling of, you know, like when you're turning into an adult, uh, you're you know, losing go, that last bit of innocence, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like it's like this really quiet summer, maybe like um, when you're losing, when you're starting to lose your innocence, and it's it the the vibe of the song and the lyrics just kill me for some reason. Mm. I think maybe mentally I was always stuck at seventeen. <laughs> I think I I was very myself and very happy when i was that age right and i i I, even though you know a lot of time has passed i don't think i've ever grown out of that Mm. and this song always takes me back and makes me really sad cool um like i'm i want to cry at 17 by janice ian Mm -hmm. uh when you want to be inspired to make something really cool cool art um anything with dj (laughs) Khaled on it okay all right (laughs) I think I know the answer to this one. When the party's kind of dead and you need to revive it. I would go with DJ Khaled. All right. And uh, lastly, just a good song. That's good for any occasion, no matter what. Uh, I think there's a song called Runaway by Eric Nam. I think I know that song. Eric Nam. It's a pretty good song. Uh, not the Kanye West Runaway. Uh, um, runaway love. The Eric Nam Runaway I would recommend. Well, thank you. Thank you for those recommendations. No problem. Um, well, but, I think but you should superimpose like the DJ Khaled in front of the runaway. Yeah. All right. I think that would work. It would. That work. would definitely work. Um, okay. Cool. Well, let's uh, jump into our last segment. We're going to just have Eddie of EM Management join us. Okay. The minute you s- he left, like he literally ran out. Literally walked out two seconds before you said that. I know. Um, what is this guy? And he left his phone in on purpose so we can't reach l- him. Let's go find him. All right, let's go find him. You are listening to the Debak Show. Yeah. Eric Nam. It's happening. Hey, what's up? All right. So uh, now that we dragged Eddie back into this room, he was in the bathroom, like checking himself out, just pumping himself up. All right. Um, we have uh, <laughs> we have the CEO and president of. EN management here with us today. Yes. And uh, we have 
the honor of having him on our show. If we could just give him a, a standing ovation and a welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Eddie. Welcome, welcome. It's been um, a long time. Go ahead and slip those headphones on so we could you could hear us 360 just talking crap about, I mean, great things about you. Just to um, let the listeners know, yeah. um, I, Tablo, did not know that Eddie Nam was going to jump into to our show. Like, yeah. um, I actually don't know why we're having... How him. do you feel about that? Well, I feel like... So, Eddie's the one who brought up me being on this mm -hmm. um, to me. So, I feel like he's he used me... <laughs> to warm up the room for him to jump in at the last segment. So you're pretty much the opening act. Yeah. I am the opening right. act for Eddie Nam right now. This is the class of our show. Yeah, why are why are you on this right now? This is all I got to say. This is my show now. All right. He's so arrogant. He is so arrogant and listening oh in on everything prior to me joining right now. I was squirming, but I knew cuz it was boring. But I knew I knew I'd have my say. Well, listen, on, on the real though, thank you for joining the show, Tableau. I know you're very, very yes, busy, but this is actually the first time I'm seeing Tableau in over two weeks. Two, two weeks, two and a half weeks. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Yeah, we saw each other, but it went from seeing each other every day for about six weeks to uh, not seeing him for two weeks. So, you know, I had to say, you know, I kind of missed you, bro. Dude, I had withdrawals. Like, <laughs> like my wife, you know, She's gonna be very. She was very surprised because I would be like sleeping and I'd be like sleep talking. Like, Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> I beat you. I had a very similar situation Eddie, with, uh, <laughs> with 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 Brittany. You know, she's like, Eddie, why are you so sad? You know, like you're happy. You're here with me and Rocky. I was just like, you just don't understand. And I couldn't really go into explanation. So she's been thinking something's been wrong. But yeah, me too. Missing four, dude. Know. That's why I have these crazy videos of Eddie. Like what? What do you mean? He's been here the past week, and he's just—he's been very weird, unraveling. Like he's been unraveling. Like I'll show them to you later. The downward spiral. Yeah, and then I well, Brittany sent me this little this little gem of photo as well. Let I don't know see. if you've seen this. What know, is going is. on here, dude? But Brittany sent that to me with no. Can explanation. I show this? Yeah, go ahead, show dude, it, dude. What is going on here? <laughs> okay. 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 Is. When you get pictures like this without an explanation, I literally was like, "What's going on?" Like, okay. This guy is on some kind of apparatus that is connected to a line, and you're wearing know. some helmet. What are you wearing, like <laughs> clothing-wise? What is going on here? Is this like a zip explain. line? Thing? This was uh, about about four years ago. Okay, I was I was uh, I was finding my footing in in L.A. You know, uh, was was working paycheck to paycheck. It was a tough time. So were you going from one so paycheck to another on a, using a zip line? What were you doing? I was a zip line. Like those sunglasses. What are those sunglasses? Were you trying uh, to find footing by like zip I, lining there? Like or? I said, I was balling on a budget, and those sunglasses were from high school. Okay, those those shoes that you're seeing right now, those are Appa's. Those are okay. definitely looking like that shoes. Those right are there. those are not my shoes. Oh really? I thought these shoes were pretty cool actually. Uh, no, but I thought that was the only shoes. part of this picture that I, was. I guarantee you, he stole them from our dad. Kind of cool. Dude, um, is this in LA? No, it's in uh, Arizona. Oh, it's in Arizona. We're zip lining in Sedona across like a zoo. Okay, because it looks like a construction <laughs> site. Um, I don't know what's going on here, dude. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how you got access to that. I don't know. I she just she sent this to me with no explanation, and I was like, "There's something wrong here." Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. I think anyway, it's a metaphor it's a for metaphor. Um, his downward spiral. You know, like his he is literally ziplining to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can. You know. Do you know what the first thing that kind of struck me when I was like Pablo and Eddie on a bus together on tour for weeks. That's a lot of talking going on there, dude. Oh my a god! Lot oh, so it's talking. it is something that other people know. It's just got to be a lot of jibber jabber, dude, nonstop. So second day we were there, okay, yeah. and uh, two cuts was like, dude, you and Eddie talk so much, <laughs> right? He 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 got kind of like did he get fed up? Oh, he got fed up. No, he's like, dude, why are you guys? Why do you guys talk so much? He's like. But more, you more you, more you though. And yeah. I was like, I was like, it's not me. <laughs> I was like, Eddie talks a lot, and I am courteous, so I respond. Oh, right, gentlemen. Because I can't just sit there and right. have him just blabber on. Right. So I have to respond once in a while, and that's why it sounds like both of us talking. And Tukas is like, no, no, no. Eddie talks a lot, and you talk a lot too, and the two of you together is is just crazy. And what's funny is by <laughs> the last week of the tour, yeah. Two cuts, we were all eating together, and two cuts was just watching us talking. <laughs> and two cuts is like, dude, you're right. It is Eddie. <laughs> it is Eddie that talks a lot, and you just respond. He remember he said this. Don't deny it. He two cuts acknowledged that Eddie is the problem, and dude, he does talk a lot. He has a lot of feelings. He talks a lot, and so do I. And we love talking to each other, but. You can tell neither of us are really talking to each other. You just <laughs> we're like when I'm talking, he's waiting until he can talk, right? And he's just like nodding, but not really. And I'm not me, listening to and then he's saying. talking, and I'm not listening to what he's saying. I'm planning out what I'm gonna say as right. soon as he right. closes his mouth. And the two of us are just doing it's a competition. that competition, yeah, constantly, right. He's actually my nemesis. I'm I'm surprised work gets done between the two of you. Yeah, I am actually surprised. Um, but I don't know. Like, so this is a question I kind of forgot to ask earlier, and maybe I can ask Eddie because uh, I think a lot of people. The truth. Nah, mm, eh, that's like whatever. I'm here, but later. I'm I'm more curious about the dynamic of Epic High, right? So there's the Epic High dynamic that Tableau can explain, but there's also the bystander of you watching these three grown men the objective view objective view of three grown men living on a bus together every day <clears throat> you mean in a social setting or in a, a social setting, setting. Okay, in a social setting all right let's bring it back to fifa because i got something to say okay <laughs> so again as tablo said i do talk a lot okay i am very knowledgeable i Party used to be out. i used to be ranked in fifa in 2011 in the top 60,000 in the game that has about 3 million users at the time hey hey, hey. so you're talking about how awesome fifa oh. is let me just mention the fact that 2006 fifa had a <laughs> song had a song on the game internationally by the group epic high <laughs> Dang. okay and the song was fly so even before you even knew what FIFA was, Flexing. they were using my song. So don't even tell me about how many users are using FIFA, okay? I uh, I was actually playing FIFA since 98. I was just mentioning the time I was world ranked. So Dude, again, in 98, that's, that's irrelevant. you were like four. Okay, you were like eight, eight years old. I was eight. 
Okay, whatever. All right, let me whatever. let me carry on. Okay, so okay. the first few times we played the past time, we played FIFA. These guys are complaining it's not winning eleven. That's what they play in Korea. I right. get it. Okay. PES, we we play PES. Okay, Mithra's okay. pretty good. Tableau, two cuts. They they've got some work to do, but they they all beat me. Okay, but <laughs> I beat to, you. To be completely fair, um, I you know I had a stomachache. I could barely even press the buttons, and like I had no color in my face, and I. I played anyways, out of respect. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. They beat me. And then I want to say right before Vancouver, mm-hmm. um, that was know, the last we, show. We finally, uh, last show, I uh, I knew I was ready. I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't sick. And so when I played them, they were feeling pretty good. I think I beat Mithra three times in a row, Pablo once. Two Cuts woke me up at five in the morning saying he's ready. He shook me out of bed. And. <laughs> I this was is dead this is, out of bed. This is true. I was dead asleep. I don't know why <laughs> Two Cuts woke him up at 5 a.m. I think he tried to catch make, me up, yeah, level the field. <laughs> right. uh, he heard I was on a rampage. He knew that if he could catch me in deep sleep, um, he'd have a good advantage. So I bet Eddie him. was playing in the midst of REM sleep. Okay. <laughs> and I beat him 4 0 in halftime. Wow. So, okay. So. Okay, it is but, pretty funny. But you even like making it a thing about like beating two cuts four zero is like not even a you know, it's not right. even a topic because two cuts I I beat two cuts all the time. Day in, day out. Because he's just not good at all. Right. Okay? Right. But to use I beat two cuts as something against me, like as if you're better than me by default. Come on. I appreciate that insight because yesterday he told me this story and he was like, dude, I just whooped him and I just killed him. Dude, and I you're was, still talking about it? He was like, it? I was dead asleep. Dude. It was pretty much, I'm like almost like delirious and I beat him. And so I was like, oh, that's All right, cool. let's change topics. Dude, so even Sonung Min probably doesn't talk about his wins as much <laughs> as you do. And you just had a controller, okay? This guy's literally really playing soccer. I'm glad I'm on the show because everybody has a voice. <laughs> On social media, Pavel has millions of followers, and I can't compete. He right. says something, his fans drop in, they're like, ha, I bet Tavel killed you. I want to say something, but it's not worth it, okay? So I'm glad we're here. I'm telling the truth. It is what it is. But Yeah, so, but you never answered the actual question. I just, yeah, you're, See, abs- you're did, right. you, did you guys notice <laughs> Eric asked Eddie? It was a simple question. <laughs> Um, a very simple question. The social dynamics of Epic <laughs> right. High, right? So the topic was about Epic High, considering that I'm a guest here right, right now, right? right? Right, right, And Eddie just went on to talk about how great he is. Just bragged. Just talked about himself. <laughs> this arrogance. And used us as, like, pawns. We're pawns. Yeah, we, like, as pawns for his own checkmate of a of a thing. Like, what? What See, is this your is, end goal? <laughs> this is what Eddie does. I just needed... To clear the air because I was sitting there listening to y'all blabbering on with a bunch of things about me having noodle arms, which again he isn't Korean American Ari Gold. <laughs> he he's I have he, to defend my brand. He's Ari Gold with a K. <laughs> um, so uh, the dynamic. Yes. Okay, I'll bring it back. So, oh God, know, we, each can, of them. Can are... we just go on to the next question? <laughs> Do we have to sit through this again? Oh my God! Hey, do you know what? Do you know why I'm asking this? It's because I watch your one-minute vlogs on your Instagram. Oh yeah, and I think that the best things 
Thank you. Ever. Thank you. Thank I think so they're much. savage. I think that phone thing where he just puts it right out of reach is just genius. Yes. You guys have an amazing dynamic. So I wanted to hear, like, we've seen it on the video side, uh-huh. but I think it's different when there's somebody there watching it being, like, on the side. Yeah, what do you think, Eddie? Can you just answer the question, please? <laughs> Can we get on Answer the, the question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great dynamic. You know, on stage, off stage, they get along, but they all have wives, and they are always FaceTiming back to Korea. Pebble, are you sure you still want this guy to manage you? What the hell is this? <laughs> what kind of an answer is this? What do you, what do you mean? They all have wives. What? That's your answer to our dynamic? What do you want me to say? They all have the wives. The are all true. And they FaceTime back to Korea. All right, what kind there's of a, a lot of time on the road. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot this of time guy, and you guys are seeing a sliver of it. This okay? guy is incapable of staying <laughs> on topic, dude. Or talking about anyone else. Eric, what do you want to so, hear? All right, what uh, do you want to hear? You know what? We'll go to Tablet. Tablet, do you guys ever fight? Did that, does Epic ever fight? I'm not, I ain't no snitch. I ain't saying nothing about do, my artist. Do we ever not fight? <laughs> is is the question I would ask. What do you fight about? Everything. Oh man. Everything. We're fighting right now, and we're not even together right now. Like man. we are constantly disagreeing. Mm. Um, I would I would like to say that that works to our benefit, right? But I'm not so sure. <laughs> There's no way to really know. Okay. <laughs> That's just something we tell ourselves to like keep this, you know, going. This happy yes. union going. But we do argue about everything, like from you know what we're gonna eat, mm-hmm. where we're gonna eat it. Like the biggest thing on tour was like Eddie oh. and I have similar tastes, mm. like food, everything. Yeah, food wise. Okay, okay. So we would want to you know eat something or go somewhere, mm-hmm. and every time two cuts would be like, oh, let's just eat separately. And even Eddie was like, let's just eat separately because it was really hard to just bring everybody on board. Right, 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 right. And uh, so we fight about pretty much everything, like about like what each other looks like. <laughs> Mithra, Mithra is agreeable, though. He's the Mangne. Mithra is, is agreeable because that's a euphemism. It's, it's because he's lazy. <laughs> like, he's too lazy to, to take part right. in in the discussion or right. the argument or making a choice so whatsoever. Th- this is my perceptions of these three guys. And I could have, you know, I could be wrong. Mithra to me is like the the bear that's yeah, just yes. like I'm a hibernate and do my thing. And yeah. when I'm on stage, I'll do my thing. And if, if a salmon jumps out of the water, I will just bite it and eat it. But um, otherwise, I'm just going to chill. Right. And then there's Two Cuts, who I think is hilarious. And he kind he kind of hits me as like the grumpy grandpa slash Donald Duck. Oh, uh, since we're going with the animal thing, I, right. I would say that he's like a fox, okay, or a mongoose. So sassy. Yeah, he's a mongoose that just kills snakes and a snake at the same time. What? He's a mongoose. Yeah, he's a he's a small. So personality, he's a small goose. <laughs> so he's both. Okay, he's both. All right. Yes. And then you're like. You're like this eager beaver, just ready to get it. What do you mean, eager beaver, dude? What the hell? Eric's trying to beef. Eric's trying to beef. Eric, just slightly trying to beef. You're the eager beaver, dude. (laughs) Eric, you are the eager beaver. I'm just trying to get you. You know, if I thought of one animal to describe you, you would be the eager beaver. I would be. I would be the lone tiger. 
<laughs> like the uh, I don't know, man. I would be mm. a lone tiger. I respect you, but a tiger might be a little like, too cool. wise. They're more like the store, like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna actually say that, and then I went for beaver. See, they're still <laughs> the same rodent family. You know, Eddie, you're like you're like an acorn lion. <laughs> to me, you're an acorn of a man. <laughs> Just brown and. Just a tiny little thing I can step on and not feel too bad about. You right. know? And you enjoy the crunch of the acorn yeah, yeah, when you step yes, on it. Yes. Okay, right. moving on. Will you just answer the question? What, what? is the dynamic like? You were supposed to answer the question. And then you took over. And then because you... he asked me. All right, let's can just move get... on. Okay. Do you guys like working with each other? I'm not so sure after this episode, dude. This is the end. <laughs> the beginning of the end. You're seeing the, uh, you know, the, the downfall. The downfall. It's happening. In all honesty, though, it keeps it fun, right? I feel like what? Eric, you, <laughs> Eric, working with you, it's very different. You know, it's like working with Tabo and Epic Eye, also very different. Both very pleasant and stressful experiences because y'all are both smarter than me. I take that. I accept. Right. What are, what are you doing? I accept. <laughs> That my artists are smarter than me, but that is what keeps me on my toes, and it and it drives me forward to do cool opportunities with you guys. The thing that's keeping you on your toes is that we're taller than you, and okay? uh, and and you're trying to you're trying to like make yourself look taller. That's what's keeping you on your toes. This is this is just too funny. I have to to share a side story. So we're having this conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> we're having this conversation Stop. on the bus about who is taller, and I hope. I have to agree with Tabo. For a long time, I thought I was about four inches taller than Tabo. I don't know why. I just thought I was. And four then we inches, sat so full four inches. Like, that's almost a half foot. Right. So Dude, then we are we literally fun- identical. <laughs> 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 but for some reason, he thought he always thought that he was four inches taller than me. Okay. So he asked me to borrow my clothes. I'm like, oh, that's a little bit too big for you, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we went to Target before our first stop. We had to do a little bit of shopping in Minneapolis. So we went to Target and Tyler was like, I need socks. I'm going to freeze on the bus. And I was like, okay, sure. Let's go find some socks. We go to the adult section. Everything's like size like 10 to 16. Leggings. Leggings. Doesn't even make make any sense. Yeah, leggings on me. (laughs) What happened? You you would go up to the, the person at Target and you're like, hey, could you, you know, Give it, take us to like the, the kid size. You kid size to get uh-huh. the socks, and she's like, uh, "Okay, sure." She takes us over there. We see bulk of like sixteen pairs of socks for ten bucks. Nice. We, we pull it out of the bag. We try it on. It fits perfect. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like I'm wearing them right now. It's almost infant size. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was funny is the person was like, "We were like, do you have kid socks?" And they were like, "Do you mean like toddler socks?" And Eddie was like, no, no, no. I mean, for us. <laughs> and she took us to the right spot, like immediately. That's good. It's still the best socks Target. I own. Great yeah. customer I'm actually service. wearing them right I now. What's <laughs> no, look. Oh, my God. They no, literally have the same the socks on. the on the bottom, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, Put your feet Look away. at this. Look at this. Same socks. These are the socks we got at Walmart. They're hugging his feet a little bit tighter than mine. And these socks are supposed to be for 12-year-old, you know, know boys. Perfect. You know what? It works perfect. It's fine. You know, we're Asian. It's just the way it works. No, it fits so snug. It's perfect. It's great. Shout out, Hanes. Shout out, Walmart. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Cool. Well, my armpits are sweaty. You guys are making me nervous because y'all are talking mad shit right now. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? What are you saying? We've just been complimenting you. All Let's right. do a compliment thing. Eddie, we appreciate you. Thank you. I think Eddie and um, Ian Management, they're just exceptional at their work. They, they are. They're very good. Um, I have not, I have yet never heard anything bad. If you had a Yelp review of Ian Manning, what would be? How many stars and what would your review say? How many stars can, can you have? It's on five. It? five. Five out of five. About four, 4.1. Okay. All right. That's, that's not bad. That's better than average. You're missing about 0.9. 4.1 because Yelp, you know, Yelp reviews, they never give you the full. Right. Review. There's always something. Yeah. There's always someone like, Bringing it down, right, right. So maybe four point one, four point two, at the most. 4. Right, four point two is reaching, but I'll keep it cute just because we're <clears throat> we're on camera. No, but seriously though, I think they're great. Um, I don't think there are enough. Um, you know, they're Asian. You know, Asians, um, doing what Eddie does. Right. You know, we have a lot of artists right now. And a lot of people that want to be artists, right. and um, we don't have enough um, people that are representing us on everything else, right? You know, and that is passionate about um, making that artist that reaches dreams, right? And I think it's great that there are people like Eddie, and Eddie just happens to be probably, in my, in my opinion, the best at it, mm. and that is why I'm working with him. Right. Like, it's so. not because he's. Eric's brother or, you know, someone I know. Mm. This guy's just objectively right. very good. Just yeah. a bonus that we all get along. Yeah. But if he gets too good and starts taking, like, mad clients, Gotta right? Him out. If he's just working out. with, like, you know, if he's suddenly, like, working with, you know, like, some amazing artist. Yelp and, review just drops. And his roster gets huge, then, you know, Eric and I are going to have to... Right. Step out. Well, there's another. There's another. There's another non-brother. Was that a threat? Because you know he's gonna like. Let's let's pretend he was working with like, for example, like name someone that's like Pharrell. Yeah. Let's say he's he takes on Pharrell. Okay. Oh man. Okay, and you know he's gonna just be hanging out with Pharrell the whole time. Right. right. That's not true. Drinking vampire blood because that man never ages. The way that I look at it, awesome. We're building yeah. an ecosystem of great people and great artists. So for me, it's a no-brainer. For Eric, also with the management, which is a lot of fun. It's more like a family. Yeah. What we built. But I really do firmly believe we need more people like Eddie. We do, we do. And I think I think that's part of, like, that's why we get along as well. I think we are in it because we're friends and we're family, but also because we have a bigger vision, something that's bigger than yes. ourselves. Yes. Which, you know, that's something that is now coming into conversation globally, but We've been about that for years, uh -huh. um, and I think it's finally starting to pay off. Where you and I, all of us here, we're starting to see interesting opportunities yes. being presented, and yes. we're just trying to to push the boundaries there. So exciting times ahead! So yeah. good job, Eddie. Good job, Eddie. Thank you guys for it's, being talented. It's noble to be passionate mm -hmm. and to have passion for yourself, but it's it's something amazing when you are passionate about someone else's passion, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. that's what people like Eddie do, and that's what everyone behind behind the camera, behind right. the mic, they, they all are like that. So we need more people like that, and I, I applaud anyone that's trying. Eric told me that I'm a very emotional person. 
And uh, I bring this back to your concert because mm -hmm. after your shows, I would call and he's like, how was it? I'm like, dude, it was amazing. I get emotional sometimes when I see a great show or uh -huh. a great audience. Same with Eric. When I see like the audience come out to the show, pay a hard ticket, spend their evening to watch the Eric Namo Epic High Show. I think that's amazing. Not only just to inspire other people, but also for you guys to share your work and, yes, and um, do it at the level you're doing. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. I feel very lucky, but I also know it's a privilege. That's why I'm going to take this as far as we can Great. until we die. Amazing. Thank you. Until we die? I don't know. That went, I don't know about that part. Yo, that went die. dark really fast. People die yeah. every day. Well, we are eventually going to die. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a fact. But hopefully while we're alive, uh, we do amazing things. And we do amazing things together. And you don't cause my death. <laughs> well, there we go. Is, is the bare minimum of what I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Well, thank you guys for joining us on today's K-pop Taebak show. Um, let's let's start wrapping it up. Um, I think if it's okay with you guys, we wanted to do some sort of giveaway. I'm ready to give away like Eddie's socks. Oh, um, dang! Or like Eddie's shirt. Like it's anything to do with Eddie. I honestly don't want to give away the model of the socks because then there's going to be a huge demand for it. Then these prices go up, up like prices <laughs> surge, and I. Yeah. We don't want that. I understand. True economists here. Yeah, we right. don't want that. Right. Exactly. True economy. But as far as a giveaway goes. What I mean, do you guys want? What do you guys? I, I know you guys have a very uh, limited amount of promo sleepless in albums. So we'll give away three. Oh, actually, I think we'll have, we have three. Okay. Because I have, I can get the ones that the members took. Right. And just take them back. Uh, yeah. Mithras and Two Cuts of Mine. Okay. Put it together as three. And these would be CDs that we actually held on to for a while. Right. right. They were ours. Wow. So very more, meaningful. More meaningful. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be sending them out to our listeners to so stay tuned. And we have merch we can give out, right? Yeah. Merchandise. Yes. Do we not? <clears throat> uh, we do. So you gave me the albums. You guys all sign them. I'll take it back to the states. So. All right. So three signed albums from Epic High. All right. How do we want to do it? Listeners? Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, okay. So if you guys can go to the music video Love Drunk. All right. Leave a nice comment of what you love about the song, the album. Epicayo, the music video, and hashtag Tebak Show. Just why don't you just say hashtag Tebak Show, and then after that, leave a blank, and then name Eddie or Tableau, who you honestly think is taller and better at FIFA. And hashtag that answer is very obvious. Tiny Eddie. <laughs> I like that. Hashtag, hashtag Tiny Eddie. Acorn of a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll be checking winners very soon. This podcast is not for me i realize that podcasting is not my strength hearing my voice right now well brother you through, got video here too hearing my voice through these headphones it feels like i'm in an alternate universe um hearing everything i'm about to say it it doesn't sound like all right so tablet thank, thank you so up. much thank you so much for having me um here on this show and um sit on sit in on this uh therapy session for eddie nam <laughs> um thank you so much and hopefully uh if you guys ever need me back i can come back whenever you need thank you um, so much tebak show just like the name tebak um i think it's it's wonderful that you guys are doing so good and uh hopefully one day i can do my own like podcast and yeah you can come absolutely. as a guest anytime don't don't bring your brother okay don't don't, don't worry about it yeah, don't bring it do not worry about it this is my last podcast <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Plug your social, sir. So it's uh, Blow by Blow, B-L-O by B-L-O. Um, that's the thing. People are like Blobby Blow. And yeah, no, I thought it was Blobby Blow. No, it's like my name is Tableau, so Blow by Blow. It's like you're getting the real me from, from me. You. Yeah, okay. And also like a play on Blow by Blow. Like, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. That's whatever, whatever. I had no idea. I, I literally would all be like blobby blow. Just, it's not blobby just, blow. And I was like, I wonder if Haru made this name up because it's just, no, no, no. Dad, it's a blobby. Ha, it, so it's not B blow B blow. <laughs> this is news to me. It's blow by blow, and just just search for epic. Just search for Tableau Epic and you'll you'll see the Instagram or whatever. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for checking out this episode of Paybox Show with Pablo of Epicai and this guy from EN Management. Have a great week, night, day, morning, wherever you are, and we'll see you soon. DJ Khaled! ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two black single moms living in L.A., the valley to be exact. Duh! We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month milestone. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama got to have a life too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social action to porn star parents. This is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. ACAST recommends. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.